brown goo you're drinking. Well, we've had that little thing of Amaro in the fridge oh. for like three years uh-huh. that Ben gave me. Mm-hmm. It's honestly probably been like five years. I seriously think that's been no, here he... since 2018. No, when they left. They... No. It was, was that long a... Oh, that was during that. a Christmas or something. It was, yeah. yeah, it was many years ago. Maybe Christmas 2018. So we're pushing four now. But anyway, I was, you know, you made yourself a nice cocktail because you went to the beverage store. I went to the beverage store and Papa's had a long, hard weekend. That's right. So, so I deserve this and about seven more. Well, and I decided I will. I want a fancy cocktail, mm-hmm. but I would not like a strong one. Hmm. I would like a low ABV cocktail. Yeah. So I just looked up a quick recipe, and it turns out sweet vermouth and amaro. Yeah. Are a beverage. You're supposed to put rye whiskey in there. You don't have to. But I don't really like whiskey anyway. So I'm having like a Waldorf Astoria 1920s medicine yeah. style drink right this now. This is why I like, you know, a Campari and a vermouth. Really low alcohol, real mild and shit. You, you add some bubbles on there and you're like, ooh, what a lovely spritz. Well, and I'll tell you what it tastes like. It basically tastes like Coca-Cola. I was going to say, it looks like a rum and Coke. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a slightly less sweet Coca-Cola, which I can deal with. Hmm. The only reason I don't drink soda is the sweetness, not right. the flavor. Yeah. So I'm it into should, it. It should be a little herbal. I like it. Yeah. I stole a Canada Dry from my place of employment. Wow. So I have the crispiest bubbles uh, of all time. The angry bubbles? I have the angry bubbles, and it fits really well. They don't have the LaCroix there anymore? No, we have that, too. Oh, okay. We have LaCroix. We have Canada Dry. Uh, we have a third one sometimes that I can't remember right Is now. Spin Spindrift? No, there used to be Spindrift. Spindrift but sucks. Ah, I don't mind a Spindrift. It's so flat. The reason weak, I avoid sad it. sad little bubbles. It's sad bubbles, and it has uh, five calories in it, because it's got a tiny, tiny bit of sugar. I don't think five calories is really going to do that much, my guy. Oh, you say that after I ate my tamale doused in sour cream? My microwave <sighs> tamale? Yeah, you did that to yourself. I mean, I ate a giant sandwich because I said, I'm worth it. Well, look, man, I've been gone all weekend. I don't have any food. I had mm-hmm. to buy my dinner last night. I had to buy my lunch at work for the last few days. So I'm tired of spending money. You know, you could do that thing where you like go grocery shopping on the well, way home. Well, that's what I did. I did go grocery shopping oh. on my way home, but the regular grocery store is so egregiously Biden-flated oh, that yeah. I was only trying to buy what I absolutely needed, which is a little bit for breakfast and my lunches for the week. And I'm just going to make do mm, with mm-hmm. my TJ's overstock that I always have on hand for oh. emergencies like this, which means I'm eating microwave tamales and canned fish for dinner for a week. Okay. Wow. We got a lot of tuna to get through up there. That's, a l- that's very depressing. And it's not going to eat itself. That's... Oh, you're sweat. So gross. You know. Ugh. That's where I'm at today. I mean, I ordered a giant. Pi- I didn't know it was a large pizza, but it turned out it was, just to myself because I had a long hard day. I feel like this is not the first time you've quote accidentally ordered a large pizza. Shut up. <laughs> uh, well, it was. It said it was a half white and half red, like with uh, ricotta on it, and I was like, did I order this before? I don't know. Hmm. But I was like, put sausage on all of it. And I'm sold. And I was like, great. And I was like, uh, I didn't really choose a size. Oops. Maybe I didn't choose the size in the previous time I ordered it, and it just came in the same giant one. I have a feeling that's probably what happened. Yeah. Because I'm having flashbacks to a similar event. I probably did that. Yeah. I just went, do it again. Oh, see, that's interesting, because what I thought happened is I came home last night from my long trip away, and there were two wine glasses in the, in the drying rack. Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, Will had some company and they got some pizza and enjoyed a bottle of vino together. Uh uh-uh. uh. And then it turns out, no. It was no, just, I just a didn't lonely, w- sad, I after just didn't, work slam. I just didn't want to clean the glass from the night before. Yeah. So I said, I'll deal with that. I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want the water to you know, taint the red. Really? It was that 
quality of a red that you were worried about it being tainted. It was thirty bucks, so it better. Oh, you know. Okay. Yeah, that's nothing to. Turns s- out it wasn't good. Out. Gotta say, the, re- the wine place next to Speedy Romeo, garbage. I don't think I've ever been in there, but I know what you're talking about. Save, save yourself the trip. Every bottle is at least twenty-two dollars. Uh huh. Except for the random like gulpy hobby, and I'm like, but what? Um, and then I was like, okay, I'll get this like Frenchy red, and then I just want like a shitty white wine for Thanksgiving Day to day drink. You know, leisurely have it throughout the course of the day sure. after after cleaning. I was like, hmm, white wine at four o'clock. Don't mind if I do. I know you weren't doing any cooking too, but if you were. If you get a cheap white, you can just splash a little bit of, the, of that into whatever you're doing. This was more you're making a gravy or something. I guess wine doesn't go no, in gravy. No, it does not go in gravy. I don't I'm even really like, know what I'm referring yeah, to. I don't. Mm-mm. You cook with old month-old wine, so I, I got to get not, rid of that. You're not trusted. You can't be trusted. That along with the pumpkin, I should have jettisoned yeah. it at the same time. It's well, just turning into vinegar back there. It's been vinegar for. It a might while. be red wine vinegar now. It pretty much is. Yeah. It has been for a while, but does it get worse? Like, can you age wine too much? Once it's vinegar, it's vinegar, I mean, it's right? it's open. It's oxidizing, so it's just going to rot. Yeah. Like, taste-wise. Hmm. It won't even be vinegary. It'll just be, like, bitter. Well, so far, so good. But I haven't used it in a couple of weeks now, so I was mm. thinking. Well, I also just missed my mouth with the martini, so. Good thing it's clear. If that gives you any indication of my uh, motor skills at this point. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, remember my new sweater that I got from Uniqlo? Uh-huh. Well, I absolutely destroyed it accidentally. How? Over the course of the last week. Well, it all started with a pen stain. What? I got a tiny pen stain on it. And then Wasn't we it black? The pen? The sweater. No, the Oh, s- you got that beige sweatshirt. Uh, yes, the beige sweatshirt that I love so dearly. Yeah, and I was like mm, For you? I got a tiny stroke for of you? pen on it. For you, beige? Well, I'm telling you, I got a tiny stroke of pen on it. Uh-huh. And uh we rubbed some OxyClean on it, and that did get the pen off. But you just got hit with hand sanitizer. The dude. OxyClean left kind of a bizarre stain on there. Oh, like a cummy little like. Pool? Yeah, that yeah. just needed to be. It needed to go through the wash. Right. But I didn't have time to do that, so I was like, eh, it's mostly not noticeable in most kinds of light, unless I'm out in, in the middle of the day. It's not a it's big. It's just deal. gonna get worse. So I let it ride. You know. And then turns orange. I was having an iced tea and driving the car. Oh, Jesus. And I, you know, hit a bump and I slipped off my mouth and that honest tea. Made an honest woman of my poor sweater. So the front of it was covered in iced tea. And then immediately after that, I said, I've given up. And I was eating Takis in the car with my bare hands. And I got red dust all over it. And that kind of mixed up with the iced tea into a Cheeto-y stain. I mean, I did look at you like, <laughs> are you, you wanted to buy the white, the pure white. And I went, hmm. I have a mirror over here you might want to take a good long look at yourself in just to make sure that that's the choice that Mm -hmm. you want to make. Yeah. So I left it with the lady because she has OxyClean and a washing machine in building. So I was like, you work on this. And if it comes back and it's not saved, it just goes into the work pile. You just have to like wash it on hot, quite frankly. Yeah. Honestly, I think it will be fine. I'm mostly concerned about the iced tea stain. That seems like the most damaging thing. The pen stain is gone. The OxyClean mm. stain will come if out. It, if you let it sit for like four days, yeah, it's fucked. Mm. It didn't sit you, for quite four days. but You have to soak it in a hot basin with a little bit of detergent, maybe a little bit of Dawn. Well, just let that work in. You know, I was up there in the pokies, and I didn't have that stuff on hand. I could have just soaked it in hot water, I yeah, guess. Yeah, in a tub, but, yeah. Mm, there was no tub. Oh. So. What kind of fucking vacation place doesn't have sink. a tub? It's a tiny Norwegian cabin, man. It was cute. But it was tiny. 
There's no tub. They usually in have there. tubs. No, they didn't have a tub. Oh. This was like an A-frame cabin in the woods. What are you talking about? A tub? Hot tub? You think someone's like dragging a clawfoot bathtub out there? Hell yeah, dude. No. Ever been upstate? Tubs. Yeah, I mean, you know, a hot tub would have been nice. That would have been great. But Airbnbs with hot tubs cost a lot. A more lot money. of money. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of the, yeah. That's the problem. You're in Pennsylvania where they don't, you know, value tub time. Only in you know the great state of New York and Vermont, possibly Massachusetts. I doubt it though. But you know. Well, listen, man. I don't think it's a state issue. I think plenty of people value tub time. I just think you have to shell out for tub time. You know. I mean, you're just trying to have a nice weekend getaway on the cheap. I suppose, yeah. You know? You're not really getting a tub. I'm not in the market for a tub. Oh, it's, it's I'm not always a, in a market for a tub. I know, but it's not like a top priority on my list. Oh, it's my number one. <laughs> it, oh, we're going somewhere? Go? There's got to be, if it's a hotel, I got to have a pool. If I, if I don't have a pool, I'm mad. If I, barring pool, I'm like, okay, fine. We got a hot, little hot tubby time, or at least just a tub so I can have a little soaky, you know, soaky soak. If I'm getting a hotel for myself... I'm looking for that tub situation. Thus, you know, why the club quarters were so disappointing. I was like, where's the tub? It's just a shower, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to eat some, like, dim sum at three in the morning in a tub. <laughs> Float those little containers by, take a little... Oh, oh yeah. that's nom, 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 not nom. an image that I like. Ooh. Dim sum floating on water? In the little styrofoam cup. Oh, boy. You know, got some bow. <laughs> To me, that just conjures up images of refugees for some reason. These little helpless things on these tiny rafts just oh, being yeah. devoured by the American pig. I am the Kraken, bitch. <laughs> um, we're, we're going to a, a better land. No, you're already in Philadelphia. Nothing gets better. It only gets worse, and you're going in my mouth. That's right. Um, yeah. Oh, also, it's Cyber Monday, and I spent uh-huh. money on Cyber Monday deals thanks to you. That never would have happened if you didn't tip me off to the sweet, sweet code cyber well i came home in like a bloodhound i was like well i got the alert from fedex that my (laughs) shit was delivered and you know i am very well aware of of the the packages go missing uh season that we're already in yeah so i was like where's my shit i was like oh shoesies there's there's a package story that i want to tell you but i can't because it involves you and your christmas gift but if you got me fabletics you can return it right now so i'm going to keep it a secret i didn't get you fabletics thank god why did you buy fabletics i fell prey to an instagram ad return it now i'm not going to did you get shorts the two for 24 shorts no i got some fuck boy gray sweatpants (sighs) and two t-shirts and then there is a pair of pants that i might return it's columbia house for athleisure (laughs) i know you're now on the hook for a lot of it no, Unless no, you cut no, it no, off. No, no. I'm going to cancel the subscription. <sighs> There's, I mean, there was nothing sadder. I looked over at someone's iPad and said, cancel Fabletics. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, don't you worry. I made sure to do a lot of research ahead of time because I realized it was a scam. Oh, yeah. The moment they're like, you're going to get charged $60 on the 6th of every month uh-huh. to get your discount. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. How no, easy no. or hard is this to cancel? Huh. And it turns out it's very easy because I was really worried it's like a gym subscription or something. You know, where basically it's impossible to cancel because you have to call them and they'll oh, never yeah. answer. Oh, they'll yeah. pass you around the phone tree. But no, 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 no. You can cancel on their website. You should. Did you cancel it already? No, but I'm going you to. You should just cancel it now. I was waiting for it to arrive before oh. I canceled it. Because what I was concerned about was I didn't know, can you cancel mm. mid-order mm. and still receive your stuff and the benefits? So I'm waiting for the second part of my order to arrive Jesus and Christ. then I'm going to cancel it. <sighs> That's how they get you. But I have yeah. till the 6th of December. That's and if the second, very short. If the That's second, very short amount of, amount listen of time. Listen, though, if the second part doesn't arrive before then, I'll cancel it anyway. Hmm. 
I'm not too worried about it. Interesting. But yes, I agree. I don't think the quality of the clothes is going to be very good. No, in it's fact, modal. I already know it's very bad. It's modal and drapey. So you look, I mean, again, this is why, you know, it's very drapey in a way that is bad. So like smells can snick, can snick to it, can stick to it. Mm-hmm. And also like, it just like, you know how things like look like scratched. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happens to that particular fiber. Yeah. That's fine. You know, I bought the t-shirts figuring for next season when I ride my bike again, those will be bike riding t-shirts because mm. they seem like they're made of cheap plastic that will wick they, or they'll be extremely sweaty they, and uncomfortable. They trap heat. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird kind of like, it seems like it should trap heat. Like I have a Uniqlo that does this and it's like got all these different perforations and I sweat like an absolute fucking pig in it. Yeah. Well, it's going to go one of two ways, you know? So I'm going to experiment with that. And then the sweatpants, you know, I just needed new comfies. My old comfies are getting worn out. Okay. Comfies. Yeah. My old comfies, they're getting worn out and I need new ones. You're talking about your gray jeans or no, my under armor, uh, athleisure wear. Okay. I can't wear them out of the house anymore because they're getting a little ratty. You should never have left the house. So now I'm going to wear my Fabletics out of the house. Just in time for winter, so they'll go covered in slush and snow. Yeah, they'll look disgusting. Mm -hmm. And I'll wear my brand new Cyber Monday white shoes out into the snow as well. Just fuck them up real hard? Yeah. See, this is why you have to plan ahead. I got these white sneakies for next spring. Well, I think the white. I'm I'm joking, man. The white sneakies are for next spring. I'm going to do what my my, uh, wonderful grandfather does. Which is he finds a pair of shoes that he likes, he immediately buys oh, three yeah. pairs of them, mm-hmm. and then he keeps them in his closet for years. That's incredibly no. That's, okay, we're they have to age in the closet like a wine before you can wear them. I mean, sneakers fine. Yeah, but regular shoes terrible idea. Why? Leather dries out, dude. You gotta hydrate those bad boys. If you think my grandpa has ever popped for leather shoes in his life that my grandmother didn't make him buy for a funeral. Oh. You're out of your mind. Okay, well, all right. You know? I don't know. This is a very frugal man. He was born during the Great Depression. He didn't go to college. He was working as a surveyor for the city. You think he's made of money? Leather shoes. (laughs) Most shoes are leather. (laughs) Um... I've, I've, listen, I've been arguing with cheap people for four straight days, and I, I cannot abide... Oh, this man. is how you know that you're in for a real steep recession, by the way. Really? You're having a bad season? I'm having premonitions of it's going to get bad. Really? In what sense? Um, consumers are not confident in their spending. But they're also just kind of all over the place. Last year, they were going, going ham. This year, they're like, I'm arguing, you know, 54 versus 62. I'm like, if you have the 54, you can give me the 62. What are we doing? Mm, a lot of people can't, man. That stimmy money's gone. The Last stimmy year money was a totally different story. That The kids stimmy and the, you know, the residues of, you know, Trump money and shit. Like, yeah. people are really, like, just, cl- like, going, no, I remember being rich for a year. And yeah. they're like, I'm like, yeah, but what if I have some of that money, please? I know. I just saw a graphic today that represented the bottom 50% of Americans and their savings rate. And there's this like incredible spike for like seven or eight months, mm-hmm. which would basically track from yeah. 2020 from March till, until yeah. like the middle of 2021. Uh-huh. And then, you know, people still were hanging on to that till the holiday oh, yeah. season. But that is, that's long. That's, gone, they buddy. blew that fucking wad oh, yeah. real hard. Well, I, I, you know, I feel them. I feel yeah. them. Christmas is an expensive time of year. My gift, like, quotient is off the charts this year. No less than 10. I have 10 to get. Oh, well. I have three separate white elephants. 
Uh, two children. I don't understand why you're getting white six elephants. Six adults. You're getting white elephants for things you're not going to. That's insane to me. I know, but I, you know, my family's all over the country. I feel some somewhat obligated to participate in things because I can't be there physically. Oh, I. It's a nice little thing you do where you FaceTime with people that you love on holidays. Fuck that. When you can't be there, uh-uh. you know, so you send them a little tchotchke and that's your contribution. Oh, absolutely not. Um, my presence is my present, mm-hmm. so no. Well, you were my second most expensive gift, so no. you should feel you should feel nice about yourself. I hope that you like what I got you. I'm really nervous. Did that it you come won't. from the boop coffers for a cultural fund? It did not. Although oh, wow. I didn't think about that, <laughs> and now maybe it will. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cultural. Oh, in fact, that has to do with the shipping element. But I'm not going to give you any hints. Mm, DHL. So. Yes. Mm, How did you know that? Well, when you said shipping element and culture, DHL is the only thing that has things come from Europe. Wow. Well, I have to stop talking now because you're you're already on. I'm me. a savant of yeah. sourcing. Thank you so much. Ah, but you are off the scent in one critical way, and now I'm going to stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll get it out. Of you. Well, Don't you're worry. sort of off the scent in one critical way, but not exactly how you think. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I'm correct on the DHL. Yes, you are correct on the DHL. Hmm. Interesting. Um, as long as it's not, you know. And I was bringing up this. I suppose I can tell you this part because you were talking about packages getting stolen. And the reason I was nervous is that this DHL package arrived way faster than I even thought was physically possible. Oh. So it arrived while I was gone. Oh, interesting. And I had left them a note that said, you don't need a signature, but please like leave it in the gate Uh below the stairs. I don't want you leaving it on the steps, in other words. Got it. And I'm in the car on my way back yesterday and the dhl driver is just calling me over yeah they love to call yes and every time i pick up the speaker phone in my car is testy yeah and it wasn't really working and eventually i was just like fuck it they could just i left them a note already they know what to do yeah they need to just look at their little ipad thing for god's sake stop calling me but you scared me in retrospect when you were like yeah people are probably stealing packages because it's the hallway of the holidays yeah and you're absolutely right and this person absolutely did not leave it in the gate, but Cynthia kindly received it. Oh, I, I sent a text and was like, hey, this is kind of important. Make sure. Get it and hide it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, not hide it from you, no. I was, oh. I, 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 didn't even think of that element, actually. Hmm. I knew she would just leave it in the hallway as per usual. Oh. And I just felt like, yeah, I'll just get it when I get there, hoping you wouldn't see it. And oh, I never saw not. it. So I never saw it anywhere. No, so. I know. Well, well I, I was lucky you weren't home last night. Oh, yeah, no. I was... It delivered on a Sunday? This is what I'm saying. This shipping story is incredible. We will cover it again in on a future episode. Interesting. Because wow. it's truly the most incredible thing I've ever seen. DHL usually, mm, no problem. You've said that, but I've had nothing so but positive problems. experiences with them other than them calling me over and over, which I could take or leave. The only place that was good about it was when I ordered from October. They were like, hey, I'm, I'm outside. Do you want to come down and get your package? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know... Don't get, ever get anything shipped from Germany via DHL. Why? Either the on, Germans are known for their efficiency, though. Not in not at the Munich airport. They send about six million packages. Well, oh Jesus Christ! <sighs> There's a joke there about. Never mind. I'm not gonna. <laughs> what's the weight of ash? Oh um, my God! Anyway, um, you know, I was I was listening to uh, my my finance podcast. I haven't caught up with them in a long time, mm-hmm. but they they've been doing a two week long series that was more geopolitics focused and less like technical economics focused. 
So I like that. Okay. I like listening to the finance people because they speak very dispassionately about every subject. Mm. So you get a lot more kernels of some real truth. Mm-hmm. You know, because when yeah. people have money on the table, they're like, we're not fucking around. We don't care about Donald Trump or whatever. Like, here's the situation. Right. And they were scaring me to death about central bank digital currencies. Oh, God. Because, you know, we talked about the FTX collapse, right? Mm-hmm. And the uh-huh. worse that crypto does as a private anonymous thing the faster governments are going to adopt it and use it as a means of surveillance. Hmm. And then I was just thinking about our podcast and I was like, oh my God. When the AI algorithms catch up and they just hear all the fucked up shit I say. Oh, yeah. And all the Holocaust DHL jokes. Okay. They're going to be really docking my paychecks big time. And I don't like it. What do you mean docking your paychecks? What? Well, you know what they're going to do with these currencies is... For example, they will use them to conduct monetary policy. In other words, if they want behavior of consumers, right now all they can do is raise interest rates, right? Uh-huh. Um, but what they'll be able to do with cryptocurrency distributed by the government is, for example, put an expiration date on money you receive. So oh, if they no. want to encourage spending, they'll say, here's your paycheck, parole. You have until December 15th to spend all of it or it disappears. Oh, no. You can't do that. And that's, well, they will be able to do that. They will be able to compel uh, economic behavior by things like this. Also, if you say the wrong thing, if you do the wrong thing, if you shop in the wrong way, you will be prohibited from buying certain items. What? Yeah. Like, to control obesity rates was an example that they gave. If they see that you've bought an ice cream at midnight, like, you know, 50 times this year, You'll be prohibited from spending your money on certain items containing a certain amount of sugar beyond a certain hour. Things that specific. Is this not America? In America, people will probably resist this at first, but just imagine the convenience. I mean, they already have this in China and to some extent in Russia. What do you mean? Uh, Central bank digital currencies where your money is distributed and tracked and your behavior is your payments are adjusted based on your behavior. Oh, no. In China's case, it's like, you know, your allegiance to the CCP. Well, that's, in our that's case, all going down the drain right now as we speak. Uh, yeah, I know. They're having a lot of trouble over there. There was a lot more uh, nice videos of police drones saying control your soul's desire for freedom oh, and course. shit like that. Which I just love the little Asian turns of phrase. It's always so poetic, <sighs> even when it's like really draconian and horrible. Yeah, it's The American bad. robots would just be like, back inside, fatty. But in China, they're like, control your soul's desire for freedom. That's nice. Is it? No. It's worse. <laughs> it's worse. It's so much. It's worse. It's the true meaning of dread. Like, that's existential in nature. Yeah. That's I, not just a command. That is like, you need to quiet your spirit. Yeah, which is, you no. know. Yeah. Um, the spirit can only take, like, you know, if the body is at its limits, though, the spirit can only take so much. And we're seeing that now. So good for them. Mm-hmm. I hope they win. You know, I hope they kind of... No, but in our case, I don't think... You know, in the American case, I think you're right to say that it won't be so draconian. Like, they don't want to control obesity rates. That's good for... That's good for... That's good for the bottom line. It's good for the healthcare system. It's good for healthcare. It's good for big ag. It's good for a lot of people. But let's say you're having a depressed Santa Claus rally this year, and they want to encourage people to up their game. Just make people's paychecks expire before December 25th, and they will probably do things like that. Who's going to... No. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I you mean, can't, th- you think can't about... retract money once you d- deposit it in mm. an account. Mm. They will be able to. Yeah. No. Um, they may not do it, but they probably will. 
Look, central bankers think of this as a as a more finely honed tool than what they can currently do, right? You know, because we're in a we're in a crazy economic situation where they're trying to raise interest rates to control inflation, and it's only sort of working. You know, because our debt situation is different than the seventies. Like every time they've tried this, the situation is a little bit different. Right. We don't have the gold standard anymore. There's a lot of other factors, so they're just trying an old thing, and it's not working. Well, and they're like, well, what about this other thing? That would be a little more targeted. Huh. You know? It's not so far-fetched to me. Especially when hedge fund people are like, yeah, this is happening. I'm like, yeah, it's probably happening. Ew. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> God. What are you going to do? Get an alert from Chase? It's like, hey, you got some money in your account you want to spend? It? It's like, no, I'm saving that to pay a rent. And they're like, nah, you got to use it. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can just take it out in cash. You won't be, you know, it, the convertibility of this is a whole issue. It's they're trying to replace cash. Oh no! The idea is that no, no longer would money be an anonymous thing that you can do with what you please. Every uh, cent that ever comes into your possession is surveilled and controlled to some degree. So if they want the savings rate to go up, you'll be allowed to save the money. There'll be no expiration date on it. If they need the savings rate to go down for whatever macroeconomic reason, then maybe not so much. <sighs> and it'll also be calibrated, you know, to your specific demographic, your specific location, your specific situation. Maybe people in New York have different rules than people in Ohio. It's, you know, <sighs> it'll be stuff like that. Yeah, that's when the pitchforks will probably come out. I don't, I don't think you can tell Americans how to spend their money. I know, but you do it slow over a few generations. People don't realize that there used to be a different way. I mean, mm, mm. you know, mm. we just mm. need to control our soul's desire for freedom. Like Never. the Chinese are learning now. Mm. No. We will learn this too. Mm-mm. We will no. learn this too. No, you can chop off my balls and I'll scream freedom from the highlands. Um, That's to, the Scotsman in you talking. I'll, I'll have to get a wig, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> That's war mode. That's that's Mel Gibson status right there. <laughs> oh, no. I'm painting my face blue and I'm coming down from the hills and you do not want that. You do not want to tell me what I can't spend money on. You should be Braveheart for Halloween one year. That would be oh a God. very funny costume. Just ass out. Just okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. You know, if if the banks decide to, to try it, I'll be the first one down down there. Poor Corolla is going to have to get sacrificed. <laughs> She's going to have to drive into a building. That's your like Aztec offering. You drive Corolla to the top of a pyramid and take the tires off. No, she's going through the <laughs> lobby. You know. Oh, <laughs> she, oh man. Poor girl. Uh, you know, in Minecraft, we're talking. Here. Yeah, you know, as a you know, she that's her like warrior send off. I go, <laughs> I go, salute. Wow. Yeah, you're going to go ISIS on J.P. Morgan Chase. You can drive through the the gay Thanksgiving Day parade float. <laughs> mm, no, I know where the entrances are in that building. They're all over the place. It's fine. Um, you know, people think Midtown very locked down. Turns out, not really. There's a lot of little alleys no one knows about. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just saying. There's a parking lot underneath uh, Grand Central. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I walked you, by Grand Central with Trevor the other night. Mm-hmm. Well, a few weeks ago. And man, did we see a girl just hawk, you know, all over the sidewalk. Oh. This was at like 7.30 p.m. Like vom, vom Yes, time? we saw a drunk woman just <sighs> really have oh, it out. she just like at Benihana and just like it all came out? I don't know if she was at that fancy oyster bar in there or whatever. You know what no. I'm talking about? Yeah. That thing at the top of the stairs? Yeah, Grand Central Oyster Bar icon. Yeah, it's expensive. We were going to go there and then it was really expensive. It used to not be. It used to be cheap as shit. But they they closed for a really long time uh, during Pandy. Well, they got to make up that lost revenue. Yeah. 
Plus, no one's going there now. It was packed when we were there. Mm. Tourists, but like on a daily basis, it used to be like slammed every day. That's true. This was a Saturday night. So yeah. who would go to Midtown on a Saturday night? I don't know. You're seeing a show. Mm. You're from out of town. A lot of people go to Midtown on a Saturday night. In fact, I think that's probably when it's at its busiest. I would. At like 7 p.m. for Broadway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, ugh. there's shows running all night. There's a late show. Yeah. What are you doing? Going to the fucking like bar at Tommy Bahama? Yeah. Hey, you you can go to Guy Fieri's restaurant. He has he what? Doesn't he have one in Times Square? I don't think so. Yeah, I thought that's what that New York Times review a couple years ago. We oh, talked about yeah, that, that on the podcast. That's still there. Is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can get an, an atomic thought... blue martini. Don't threaten me with a good time. I don't think you would like that. I wouldn't, but <laughs> um, you know, give me an opportunity to wear my like flame shirts. Yeah, all those flame shirts that you have stocked up. Well, Is that what my... you keep in the plastic bins? <laughs> Are yeah. you, do you dress like Guy Fieri when I'm not around? Oh yeah, that's my that's my loungewear. You're not a nudist at home, but you dress like Guy Fieri. Oh yeah, you put on a little spiky tipped wig. Uh huh. <laughs> it's it's the visor that has the hair attached. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. With yeah. the sunglasses on the back, and you just go straight to Flavor Town. <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's. I did learn this weekend that Guy Fieri has a restaurant at a casino in the Poconos. I didn't have the pleasure of indulging. Which casino? In an atomic blue drink there? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think. I almost there's said no f- a bad thing. but There's no Foxwoods out there. It's sort of like a Foxwoods, though. It's like literally in the middle of nowhere, and it's gigantic. What city? I don't know what city. Hmm. They're all just little towns out there. It was like between two little towns. On the, on the way from a small town to the freeway, there was a giant casino. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There's probably signs for there's it on I-80. Was I, it by the outlet mall? Yes, it was exactly. Oh, you were in Jackson. Okay, wow. Yeah. You know all the names of these towns, huh? They're in my they're in my district. I, I mean, know, I know where all these things are. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, you know, I I recognize the names of some towns because of the drive to Cleveland. You know, Hazleton and Stroudsburg. I've driven. Yeah, that's the thing. I've also driven all the on eighty so often that I'm like, was it on the third, first, or second? You know, exit mm-hmm. outside of New York, and it's like, oh, once you take that turn and you're at the outlet mall, there's a hidden casino on the other side behind the behind the powerhouse. Yes, I was having a good old time having big time passenger energy, even though I was the driver, <laughs> because Reed doesn't really drive, and I was driving a lot. Oh, so by the third like two hour trip, by the way, it took like five hours to get home from from there because on a holiday weekend back into the city holy shit yeah it's bad but anyway i was cracking myself up making jokes and we drove by a town called bushkill and i said what is this a brazilian waxing place okay and (laughs) it uh didn't get the reaction i wanted but it got enough of a kick out of myself that i laughed and laughed oh yeah i cackled for a good two minutes i mean it's always fun when you're driving back into the city from Connecticut and there's a place called like Buttsville <laughs> and you're like who lives there yes there was a town in Pennsylvania called Scroton oh yeah Scrotum I got Scrotum, Pennsylvania. Scrotum Pennsylvania oh yeah oh yeah it's Scott Run by the way oh it's Scott Run yeah I thought it was Scrotum no that's Scranton mm. but Scott Run is different mm-hmm. old Scrotum Joe <sighs> okay the big know. scrot that's what they call him instead of the goat the scrot the scrot yeah. Second cousin of our revered, I don't know. No, that's an R of our. T- I don't know. I, I can't do the acronym. It's fast two. Enough, it's sorry. it's five. It's if four is easy. Five. That yeah, fifth one. True. Ooh, ooh. Got to think of a lot of little like uh, what are they called? What's a the and in an and? 
What are those called? Articles? Yeah. yeah. I don't have enough articles in my brain to do that. Me neither, man. Mm, well. Hey. <sighs> Anywho. Cyber Monday. Yeah. Black Friday. Uh-huh. Mass shootings. Oh, yeah, a couple. Yeah, there was a couple out there. There was a gay one mm-hmm. and then a red state one. So everyone's happy. Happy? Mm. Uh, you know, people just like giving their takes. So. Well, there was one in a Walmart. That the Walmart's the red state one. And then there was one in a cheesecake factory. There was? Not a, no, I think someone maybe shots fired, but no one ever like Really? Yeah. How dare someone disrespect the the factory? Yes, the well, sanctity of the factory. They probably just didn't get their order on time and were real mad. Yeah, you know what the the service at the cheesecake factory is terrible. When was the last time you were at a cheesecake factory? The last year. Where? In Ohio. Oh, that one? I went with my dad. Oh, yeah. I mean, that one is run poorly. The food was better than I expected. The service, terrible. All service in Ohio is bad. I've never had good... There's only one place that does me right. Yeah. Well, you know, just anywhere outside of the uh, NYC zone, they're just not going to move with any urgency. No, correct. I went to a Starbucks in a small town on my way back, and I <sighs> I damn near shot that place up. Let me <laughs> I mean, Seriously. It's one of those situations where there's seven employees, five of whom are doing nothing. And you're like, why are five of you doing nothing? You're just walking around with dead eyes. And well, you're like looking at the customers, was it but you're sun- not offering Was it to on do Sunday anything. or Saturday? It was on Sunday. Yeah, they were dead inside. There they was had no, a horrible weekend. They I'm had sure. a horrible weekend and had nothing left to give. And I will never understand the uh, Starbucks conceit that an iced coffee must sit behind 17 Frappuccinos yeah. before it's finally filled and served to you. Yeah. Or better yet, it sits behind the Frappuccinos and then it's filled, but it's still not served to you until a few other drinks are ready and then they put them all in the bar at the same time. I'm like, I can see it. I can see it. It's It's right right there. there. It's right there. It has my name on it. All you have to do is put the lid on it. Yeah. And, you know, even though you straws are back, you still have sippy cup lids, which is undignified. I like a sippy cup lid. I want to stick my straw through a goddamn hole, okay? That's the way God intended it to be. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I had a bad experience at the small town Starbucks. I did not like it. Yeah, they're all bad. I've now broken the people at Ye Old Mall where when I roll up at 8.15 in the morning, I'm like, hello, coffee. And they're like, Will, right? I'm like, uh-huh. And they're like, just no sugar, right? I'm like, why would you even put it in there? And be- uh, No, I said black. And they're like, here you go. We have other orders, but we're just going to fill this because you look angry that's good yes i am you know that's a double-edged sword though those kind of uh familiar service industry experiences where you just accidentally become a regular at a place you kind of have to go to i never like that because i do like the treat of you get you your thing but when they learn your name there's always that like hesitation inside me where i'm like please don't think this means that I want to talk to you. Oh, no, 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 no. It's nice that you know my name. It's nice that you do the thing efficiently, more efficiently than you have to. But please, this is not. we're not going to start a thing here. And sometimes you'll get a chipper person. Oh, yeah, It's like, chipper. oh, you're Will, right? And you're like, no. I, I always oh. want to lie and be like, no. I want to gaslight them into thinking I'm not the same I don't person. mind it because they move faster. They're like, oh, yeah, we know. We just give this to you and then you leave. I'm like, yeah, I just need you to fill a cup, okay? Maybe in the future I'll start pretending i have a twin and be like oh no you're thinking of roger that's the name that you go stop the story that's the name that you go to as your twin i guess so. roger yeah, it just your came twin is me. named roger <laughs> roger yeah roger camperchioli i think roger's the guy that sits on the 
in the driver's seat and makes jokes about Bushkill. That's Roger. That's, That's big, not me. Big Roger energy. Yeah. Title of Ep. <laughs> yeah, Roger's my alter ego. Oh God, Rot, Rot, like Roger Rabbit, Roger Sterling. Which Roger are we? It's such a. Mm. <laughs> ah. I have a douchey second cousin named Roger. I'm kind of oh. thinking of him in my head. There you go. He's okay. like a little bit. He's like a little bit smug and too satisfied with himself. Don't talk about me in front of me. <laughs> but he's also just kind of a bro. Uh, it's okay. just you know, it's just me basically. But just when I'm feeling a little silly, when I feel like getting goofy, oh. sometimes Roger appears on this podcast. Not right now. Uh, no. But sometimes he does. Sometimes you know, at the top, yeah. Roger comes out. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Also, Roger Klotz. You know. What? Oh yeah, oh, from the Doug. jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that's the it? guy that orders Fabletics on a whim. That's Roger. Roger did that, not me. I'm gonna start putting that in as my mailing name when I feel a little <laughs> slutty after a purchase. <laughs> slutty after a purchase. I've been making a lot of slutty purchases lately. What the? Fuck? I don't know what. What are you buying? I got I got the Fabletics. I got the two pairs of shoes. Uh huh. I've been going ham on food, kind of. What? I got a poke bowl last night. Oh, what? That's not, you know. You know, last week at work, I was hitting the Hudson uh, hot bar real hard. I don't even know what that 20 is. $20 plus dollars one day. <gasps> <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, it's $16 a pound, so that's not that crazy. A pound and a half of food is a lot of fucking but food. God dude. damn, did I love their coconut shrimp and their You're cold getting... macaroni whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Stop. Hot bar, bodega style, like city metro, metro cafe style hot bar that has a salad bar and two hot bars. That's right. And you ate the coconut shrimp. I absolutely did. That's disgusting. Oh, it was so good. Did man. you have trapdoor diarrhea immediately afterwards? It's funny that you ask that because I didn't really realize that at the time, but I did, I think, two days in a row because, man, did I hit that coconut shrimp again. Stupid <laughs> bitch. I... The coconut shrimp is a good investment at the hot bar because it doesn't weigh that much, so you can get like 15 of them. And, you know, you might go a little overboard. but No one gets it because it's I mean, going it's to kill that you. or the chipotle glazed pork belly, but... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, this uh, you've never been to a Hudson? Hudson Market, they're all over the city. They're fucking delicious, man. I've been to many a hot bar in my time. <laughs> D- don't get me wrong. I, I fucks with a hot bar. What we don't fucks with is any sort of fish product that the public has access to. Oh, come on. When you're not feeling slutty, you get, you know, the nice arugula goat cheese salad and a little piece of Sammy. Ugh. And then you're good. Oh, oh, no, 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 never. No. What's wrong with coconut shrimp? There's nothing that could possibly be wrong with that. You don't know how long it's been there. So what? It's fried. It's basically... It would survive an atomic explosion after that. You don't know if it was fried well. (laughs) And then it was the victim of an atomic explosion the day after. I'll tell you that. I can't believe... The client bathroom at my job got a hurtin' put on it. It's a good thing there were no viewings that day. I'll tell you that. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (sighs) Don't worry. There's a toilet brush in there. And also some flush spray, some fancy spray. Some poopery. Yeah. Ugh, disgusting. Mm-hmm. It, no client is blowing up a bathroom. Oh, they do. They, I would believe it. Yeah, they absolutely do. They're kind of desperate for it. Because I work in a far off zone. Mm. And I think to clients, like that's already an affront to them that they're not like in the flagship space. Right. So they've been in, you know, they've been in an Uber for 35 minutes. 
coming from wherever they're coming from. And oh, oh boy. And the guilt of they all, make a run for that. And the guilt of their crimes of like arms dealing or you know shorting the oh. stock market. By the way, Jerry Gagosian's podcast is back. What? You know, she had she a, has one. She had a podcast in 2020 for like nine episodes or something. Mm-hmm. It was called Jerry Gagosian's AM Art Radio. Stupid. And I had it in my feed, probably from another time that we talked about it on the podcast. I listened to like five minutes of it total, and was like, all right, whatever. But I noticed today because all my old podcasts they just stay in the menu. No, you they don't stay in the feed. You don't unsubscribe from them. Well, I'm not subscribed to it. But whether I'm subscribed to it or not, if I've ever listened to it before, there's like a menu below my subscriptions where just everything lives. And I was scrolling through that for whatever reason, and I saw that the title card had changed and the title had changed, but it still maintained her name. Interesting. And I went back and listened to it. It's now called Art Smack. Which is a terrible title. Who the I fuck? Mean, is, come on. And she she now hosts it with a guy named Mark Capasio. Does that ring a bell? I have no, no idea who that is. And and immediately it sounds like someone that you went to like grade school with. It or does. Some it does. It does sound like that. It sounds like Mike Colosimo's bastard brother. I I knew you'd have a name. So it, you know. Anyway. Yeah, but anyway, Manny Carpaccio or whatever his name is. Okay. He's. He's the co-host, and immediately, right away, my first impression is I can't tell whether this guy is gay or straight, and that bothers me a little bit. I can't tell if he's a straight guy that's like, kind of like an effeminate, like womanizer type, or if he's just a gay guy with a very subtle gay accent. We can listen to it as the intro to the after show, and I'll. Or is it plugged in? Is it plugged in right now? I don't really want to put it on, but. I mean. Can you pull it up and I can give an assessment? I don't want to sully. I don't want to sully our beautiful podcast with, with the sounds of. Smack. Well, well, let's see. We might as well. We have to check. In. We have to check the you know the powers that be. That's our job, right? You know, speaking truth to power, etc. Here we go. Oh, why is there only two episodes here? Hang on a second. Mm. Oh darn! Got to refresh the feed. <sighs> His name's Matt Capasio. I got nothing. Ever heard of him? No. Well, man, we might just have to listen to a different one because I don't have the most recent episode on the iPad here. But let's let's see what episode two paint fishing. Oh fuck! Okay, I need everyone. Like, what is it with like you know people who are like I'm in art. Jerry, lo- it's what? Donald. Congratulations on the Art Smack podcast. It's frankly tremendous. They Excuse used to me, have what? me on podcasts. You know, they used to have me on all the time. Joe Rogan, Oprah. They don't call me anymore. I wonder what? why. What? But frankly, Art Smack is. Is Perhaps this? the greatest podcast we've ever seen when you're looking at the totality of podcasts. Some podcasts are good. Some podcasts are not so good. But Art Smack is, frankly, tremendous. Congrats, skip, skip ahead, skip ahead, Donald skip ahead. out. Are you... Christie's. We'll talk about pay transparency in the art world. It should not be gay. a fun one. Not and gay. later, no. we'll cover a syndrome plaguing the art world and beyond, known as paint fishing. Well, I kind of invented that. Oh, the vocal part. Get it off. Get it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Make it stop. Ah. Oh, man. That's the first time the iPads made an appearance on the main app in a while. But I think that was worth it. Yeah. So that's what you're dealing with. They they did a uh, silly cold open on the other one that I was on. But I have to say, that Trump impression, terrible. Oh, it was really bad. It's not bad. that hard to do Trump. You don't even have to be good at it. This guy, you know, I'm I'm getting, this is someone coming from someone who's very nasally and is a little congested at all times. He's taken it to another level, you know, um, but also like gives that like kind of skater bro kind of like 
He's I got s- a little bit of tinge of that, yes. Like, like he might have broken his nose at some point and has a little deviated septum. Maybe that's what it is. Or yeah. he got a nose job like the guy from Casey Kaplan. I have no idea what this person looks like. So You think he only had one? <laughs> um, that's a the guy from by, by the way, the guy from Casey Kaplan you're referring to is Casey Kaplan. Oh, well. What do I know? He is his own. Hey, you know, listen, man. This is why I don't host Art Smack. He's his I own. I host Green and Lewis, the he's, <laughs> podcast. He's the 45-year-old Jocelyn Wildenstein we didn't need in the world, you know? Yes. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, Ooh, I have a juicy story for the after show. Remind me about Wildenstein. That's, Intent. That's a little close to your, um, you know the past life of one one employer but anyway um, yeah they do these goofy cold opens on the on the episode that i heard earlier where's our goofy cold open we used to do that remember that remember when we cared about this show <laughs> i sometimes like fade in over a you stupid like to do the cold open you yeah. like to do that maybe i'll do that for this episode probably not though mm-hmm. anyway they do these goofy cold opens and so they, that one was the terrible trump impression which my god i gotta tell you again trump was the microphone like behind a piece of paper or something i don't like know. what the fuck was that it sounded like it was recorded on his airpods i'm not really sure. it, it's giving a little bit of that um yeah i don't know people don't know how to <sighs> but on the one i heard they uh well he read a poem that he wrote about art basel so that's how it started um, and then they played a guessing game called guess the celebrity collector where this man would read a detailed profile of a celebrity. By the way, it was very obvious in the two cases that I heard what each celebrity was just by their, for example, movie credits. But then Jerry Gagosian proceeds to guess, and I thought, okay, I mean, at least she just has to guess. But it's multiple choice, because if it wasn't, (laughs) I think she wouldn't know. (laughs) I, you know, first one was Barbara Streisand, the second one was Leo. So, I mean, how hard is that? One one has you know you know cloned dogs. One has cloned girlfriends. We know how this works. Like you don't even need that much information. People are dumb. I I get. But oh, I couldn't handle her voice, and I couldn't handle him. And and they have like this whole fake NPR aesthetic that yeah, really bothered weird. me. It wasn't very conversational. They like do segments that are have the jazz interludes. I just couldn't handle it. Those are people who only have ever listened to NPR and think that's a podcast. Well, I guess that's who it's for, right? I was like trying to picture no, who that's earnestly a- listens to this, and I was like, I think it's people at our Basel. So no, 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 no. You would think it would be loaded with irony, right? Because that's people her whole who, internet. Yeah, persona. people who listen, who like listen to anything at Basel are like trying to go to talk hole. You know, like they're not trying to listen to that dumbass. Yeah, then who does though? No one. Okay. People who like think hyperallergic is something they want to strive for. You know. Yeah, I don't get it. It just feels like a real missed opportunity to me because I don't think Jerry Gagosian is like particularly funny, but I do like to track those memes because she got a lot of followers, and I like mm. to know where the temperature of like the you know the, the middle median, brow, yes, the middle brow art person's at. And you would think you know she's got enough of enough sense that y- you would be a little bit more mm, she, she loose about it. It was that kind of thing where it's like you start. You know, start strong because it's like, ooh, that was a, that was a funny. And it's like, yeah, there's not really the well is very shallow unless you really want to tell stories out of school. You know, that's right. Which yeah. you know, which you can't. If do. you're in the biz, you can't really do it. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I as think, people, as someone not in the biz, I don't really care. I think like the Trump impression is really throwing me because I'm like, oh, I think this is supposed to be ironic for people that that's about the level they can handle. Yeah, is like doing a Donald Trump impression is edgy. Uh, yeah, you know these are people who think that like weekend update is still like a little yes. off off putting. By the way, I want, I really want to watch Dave Chappelle's uh, monologue 
Oh. Not for the content of it, be, mm. but because I heard a story that, uh, you know, SNL is obviously a live show, and there's a certain amount of time they slot out for every segment. And Lorne Michaels was apparently furious with Louis C.K. for doing nine minutes oh. when he hosted many years ago, and Chappelle did 15. Mm. So I just want to get the vibe of what the room was like he while also, he's getting he the also, light for 10 minutes. He also didn't do one of the segments. He just sat in the audience smoking and had a white guy go up and do his lines. That rules. Good for him. I feel like him being on the show in general is a giant troll. It's like SNL does this from time to time. It's like when they had Trump on during that election cycle Mm. where they're like, we are still with it. And then their audience gets mad at them. They had somebody else on (laughs) recently where some of the people were like, we're not going to do it this week. That was Chappelle. No, it was a different one. Another one? Yeah. When Elon Musk was on, there were some people who were like, we're going to not. We're going to sit this one out. Speaking of, did you see the picture that Elon posted of his nightstand? What? It was four caffeine-free Diet Coke cans, two pistols, What? and a picture of George Washington crossing the Delaware. No, that's fucking... No, that's got to be someone else. He posted it. The worst part about it was the caffeine-free Diet Coke. The gold cans? What are you doing with that? Yeah. Did you invent a time machine and go back to 1992? I haven't seen anybody under the age of 65 ever drink one of those. I've never seen one in 20 years. The only person who drank those were was my aunt and i'm like girl you chain smoke how can you even does taste taste doesn't matter you clearly that's true yeah yeah yeah. nor does the caffeine probably i mean you're wired as it is yeah who knows maybe he keeps them like all those bros that got invested in zima or four loco maybe when uh caffeine free diet coke went off the market he just bought pallets and pallets of it like surge yeah he's the richest man on earth after all but that's what he's doing with his time just in case anyone was wondering Oh, no, we can see it on, tw- on Twitter. Like it's fucking stupid. A forty-five caliber Magnum and then like an 18th century pistol and caffeine-free Diet Coke. That's a recipe for a suicide if I've ever heard one. You know what? That will be his, maybe will be his arc. Mm, yeah. I feel like we got to have a big time, uh, too young for it, celeb suicide soon. I feel like it's been a while. I feel like it's going to be Kanye West or Elon Musk. That would make sense for both of them. It's probably going to be. It's going to be Kanye. Yeah. It's definitely going to be um, He's in big trouble already. Oh, he, he, you know. He, he kind of crossed the Rubicon even He pissed off your boy. Wow. Yeah, I know. Oh, wow. I know. I was like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Trump trying to disavow it is the funniest thing. He just doesn't know who anybody is. Uh, yeah. That's the best part about it. He's like, I've never heard of him. Never heard of Fuentes. I don't know. Who Neither he, have I. He, I don't. I, here's the thing. I'm happy not knowing who, like, internet people are because I'm just generally more convinced that I'm trying to, you know, change the subject and sure. tear it away because no, um, the amount of like ads that I uh, speaking on the podcast thing, like I get ads for people who are like TikTok celebrities or started YouTube and now they're like promoting wellness, like they're Gwyneth Paltrow or some bullshit, and I'm like, I don't know who you are and why do you why do people care what you do? Like a girl who has 25 million followers on TikTok who sleepwalks, and that's her whole thing has like a ooh spooky stories podcast i'm like what everyone's just trying to monetize their thing i mean i know you get that i but my thing is like if you get followers because of you know a a thing like a a platform the platform only stands to gain from more viewers on the thing right sure so like how much of this is just like you know this is where i put my tinfoil hat on i'm like how much of this is just an effort to make everyone just that much dumber you know 
like because there's you know. no way that like any of these like conversations or whatever can be useful not that this one is all that useful right now however like at least like we get stumble on some nuggets Ew. it's not shit on the street <laughs> well, well much like shit on the street sometimes you take a stroll and you're like oh yeah okay um but like i don't care what like you know kombucha girl has to say yeah, but it's not for you. Uh, wh- why you're getting that ad is another story. I'm not mm. really sure why. I, it's just probably they pay to promote it or whatever, and it has to show up on a certain number of people's feeds, and right. so there it is. Mm. But, you know, it's not for you. Like, you have to imagine that, like, influencers on social media are as famous to young kids as, like, big three network celebrities were to us. I guess. They carry the same amount of weight. So it's like... Sure, their conversations are not productive, but their conversations are also for thirteen-year-olds. I think this not is, in the I minds guess, of yeah. the creator, right? But the but that's the target audience. That's the target demo. Uh, what's the famous one? It's like uh, the the eighteen to forty male demographic, eighteen to twenty-four, is like the most prized, right? Well, that's who it's for, and that's not mm. you, right? And you know, the, a lot of like the TikTok influencers may be a good example because a lot of those guys are just horny that, and they will just consume that material to like feel close to someone they have a fantasy in their head with. You know what I'm saying? It's not that hard to understand. People have been doing this with celebrity for a long time. I think the thing that's shocking to people like you and I maybe is that I think that there should maintain a separation between like, like celebrities and influencers. Like to me, that will always be lower tier and will always be garbage. But in the minds of most people, it's the same. Like, you shouldn't be a fan of an influencer. And a lot of people are, though. That's insane. Yeah. Also, I never understood how it worked, because the amount of sunk costs that brands love to throw at influencers, I'm always like, what is that doing? It's I'm the o- amount of reach they have. I mean, if somebody has 25 million followers, you can get instant access to 25 million pairs of eyes for $200,000. That's a way mm-hmm. better rate of return than an ad on buy. your investment yeah. than an ad buy. Ads don't work anymore right maybe when they they were billboards and print and like corporations had a lot more influence over the dialogue that was going on culturally they could really cause a stir by the way we should talk about balenciaga holy shit that's no Uh, no, no. i i have issues with it but whatever but um well i i think you don't i think you think i think something i don't but anyway Mm. um when you know when there was much more domination by corporations over what was being talked about maybe ads worked but in this environment they don't what does work is people's parasocial engagement with influencers have you ever bought something because someone we just else... talked about fabletics that was an ad though yeah that's true it was an ad. wasn't an ad on kevin hart for reels probably. instagram page because all of the fabletic ones come from his account well and i probably got it because people engaged with it through him and they said hey it actually makes sense to advertise on instagram boom bye mm. you know what i mean I guess. there's second third order effects to all this stuff mm-hmm. interesting i feel like i missed the beginning of your point though what were you saying which one just Where? a second ago right before you were talking about kevin hart oh the uh, no when like have you ever like because someone you know in culture had something you clicked the link and then legitimately went that wasn't an ad like, the Fabulous thing was a placed ad, right? Like, you know, and they just run the shit out of Instagram. I don't know how much money they gave, you know, Zucks, you know? Right. But, like, when was the... Lo- have you ever been like, ooh, what is that? Like, if someone had something and then tagged it, did you ever, like, go, ooh, gotta get it? I don't know if I've ever purchased something through that, but I have definitely clicked on an app 
that huh. was like a that was like an ad that wasn't an ad. Right. You know, not like a promoted post where it's like, you know, Taylor Swift and Right. You know yeah, those yeah. like double posts that are obviously ads, but especially back in the day when they used to just add things and not say it was an ad. At a certain point they had to tell you. You had to do that, yeah. But before that, yeah, I think so. And the, the other thing that makes me sympathetic to this is like uh I've bought tickets to you know hosts of shows that I like to their stuff. I've bought their merch before. Like not that's that different. that's not that big of a stretch to just they're promoting some other type of product like um but because like, you know, Stav was wearing stance socks or something like that. You didn't go, "Ooh, I I need to get me those those sweet sweet socks." For my own cankles. No, but like ads that are promoted on podcasts, I haven't bought anything from them, but I do think about them. And I do listen to them because the people I like are doing them and they make them funny and engaging in their way, you know? And so if you have a more like, you know, if you just have a more like pedestrian sensibility and your thing is like a TikTok person that sleepwalks, you're going to listen to what they have to say. I mean, I I really don't think it's that hard to understand. (sighs) I think it's hard for you and I to like fully understand, but rationally i get it i get the dollars and cents of it i never did i mean i never did because i was always like show me where you're getting the gain back you're getting the exposure but you're not getting any profit no i think that they are i mean like like i'm getting brand impression which is a thing that marketers made up to justify the jobs that they have but that never correlates to actual money Again, in my experience. Again, I, I guarantee you that there's people crunching these numbers. I take your point that it's probably not as lucrative. But again, like it seems like a lot of money to us. But for like the percent of their ad, ad budget that they have to pay these people, it's nothing. It's oh, you can pay virtually in, nothing. You just have to give influencers free shit, and they're usually sated, maybe 10 grand. Well, the, someone with 25 million followers is getting paid a lot of money for their, right. their placements, relatively. But not relative to what it costs to produce a commercial. Even a three-second one for Instagram is probably a minimum of a half million dollars. So if you can get at least that much exposure for half the money, even if 1% of 25 million people engage with your thing, and then another 1% of those buy it, you're still making your money back. Not really. You're breaking even. Maybe. Yeah, but th- but like that, you only have to not break even once to make a profit. And if you do that mm. ten times, and you're breaking even every time, mm. you know, one out of those ten is definitely going to make you some money. I don't know. At some point, it's the same reason that Kim Kardashian or whatever gets paid to do Stuart Weitzman ads or whatever. It's like you think that doesn't add up to anything, but it's like yeah, her brand identity as an influencer, she's the original one, is big enough that it can elevate your whole brand. She or Jennifer Lopez doing coach or whatever. She wasn't the first influencer. She was the first, you know, thought. No, she was the first influencer in a major way. I mean, she has no credits to her name other than a sex tape and a reality show. I don't know what that makes you other than an influencer. She just predated social media by a smidgen. A smidge. Yeah, I mean, that would make Paris Hilton the first influencer, technically. Well, yeah, and they were friends. I mean, yeah, she she took what Paris Hilton was doing already and paris hilton's publicist made that into a reality show and a couple other things but think about the way her career sputtered kim k's mom chris realized hey this is actually an entire industry waiting to happen and no one realizes it well but that's because there's a difference between like marketing and advertising marketing is all about these like vague notions of impressions and impact yeah versus advertising is like is are people getting the message you know that this thing is there 
like and marketers are just there to support the advertising people going like yeah we got it in front of these people yeah but maybe the whole thing is you just need an update on this model i don't think the things are that separated i don't know i don't think i don't think marketing and advertising are that separate and i don't think your brand identity is like distinct in any way either i think an influencer is a business you know yeah in their own right and they're certainly profiting the most you know most directly in that entire transaction but i think companies are just struggling with like how to get reach and i I think they're smart to just take people that manufacture it for themselves on the internet because otherwise what are you going to do? You're going to have to like hire some programmers to create an army of bots to make false hype for your thing, but like right. a software engineer costs a lot more money to hire than some idiot that's mm. sleepwalking. Yeah, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all of it is cheaper for them. So even if it doesn't work that you can well, also drop them really quickly of course yeah, they, they the get sunk, dropped in a second there's literally no sunk cost because you're like oh we didn't ink a deal it's just like mm, you agreed to five posts two lives and we're fucking done you yeah. know it's andy warhol's 15 minutes of fame like seriously in action i mean this happened to my friend nick who got famous on vine right like it works for every party because at the end of the day he made so much money in the course of two years for a person that didn't have any money i'm not saying he's right. that wealthy he's not but he made enough money to like own a home and start a family and not have to work because his social Still? yeah because all he does now is sell his like corny art on Instagram that's all his doing creating that following wow. but it was the ad money when vine was famous that right. really gave him the nest egg to be able to do that huh it gave him the equity so like yeah sure the companies didn't like support his career and i don't know whether he expected that or not mm. he was young when it happened probably not yeah but like it ends up working for everybody in the end. If you're not a complete idiot and you don't spend it all immediately, your 15 minutes of fame are up. You walk away with like two million bucks. You're in a better position than most people around you, and you right. probably still have enough of a following to just coast on that forever. Wild. Watch it dwindle over the course of two decades, but in the meantime, make a couple more million dollars. Huh. And that's yeah. the way it goes. It's better than fucking working a job like a stiff. I guess. So nobody cares. And it works for the ad companies, too, because it's like they don't have to build the identity of these people. You're on your own. And you can distance yourself with one post. If someone exactly. oversteps it, you can be like, we were terribly offended to hear about the actions of you know, one of our partners. We've distanced, we've broken our contracts, and they, we will no longer blah, blah, blah. You know, the Adidas oh, sure. thing, which you can still... I was going to, for Christmas, get you one of the heavily discounted Yeezy sweatshirts, because I thought that would be funny. Oh, I would absolutely wear it, too. I know. <laughs> One hundred percent. It looks like nothing, but I was like, mm, "Well, like no, I see people and in like, easy stuff on the train all the time. Regular yeah, people don't New care. York, people don't actually care because they already sunk the one hundred and eighty dollars for the boost, so they're not going to stop wearing them." I know all um, the sneaker heads out there that were hoping they were going to retire on their box pairs of Yeezys. Nah, they just got to wait it out. They got to wait it out till he vixes, and then but they have the, a, it's going to skyrocket. When they have a thousand pairs of them, they're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. No, I know. They're doing their own big short right now. That's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael Burry's out there shorting the yay market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, after show? Yeah.